Yo, 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 what's good? It's your boy. I'm lighting some sage, cleansing the vibes. You know what is good. I wanted to start a new mini-series on my podcast. And I want to curate specific episodes that just help us build our sense of confidence. This is very solar plexus, middle chakra vibes. And I want to do this to help those of us who just need that extra boost of vocalized encouragement. Excuse me, yeah. I think that when I look back on my life and some of the most memorable and beautiful and transformative moments, I have to give credit to those who have spoken life into me. I often find that it's not until other people make me aware of certain things that I begin to realize all that I am capable of. When I first started making jewelry, let me tell you how it started. Uh, One day, I was serving at a restaurant and I had this couple come into my section and sit at one of my tables. I approached them with silverware in my hand and I said, hi you guys, how are you doing today? My name's Cameron, I'll be taking care of you. Can I start you guys off with anything to drink? How we feeling? What's the vibe? And this couple looked at me and they just smiled and they said, well, look at you, look at you. And I laughed, I was like, yeah, what about me? They And they said, uh, you're just bright. There's something about you. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you're very bright. And then I began to take their order, continued some small talk. And as they were finishing up their food, they looked at my hands and they asked me, what do I know about gemstones? At the time, I only was wearing two rings on my finger. I had a piece of amethyst on my right hand and a piece of lapis on my left hand. I told them that I think amethyst resonates with higher chakras and I've understood that amethyst is a stone of healing, great powers. And I've always resonated with the color purple. My mom's favorite color is purple. And so I, I gravitated quite easily to the stone. In terms of lapis, I understand that lapis was revered by many ancient cultures as one of the most royal stones. You had King Tut and his gold encased um, sarcophagus, is that the right word? And they used a ton of lapis. Like, there are just recorded moments in history where lapis has been incorporated. And so that was one of the reasons why I gravitated towards the stone. And then they looked at me and they said, what do you think about making your own jewelry? What do you think about making your own pieces one day? And I responded with, well, that sounds fabulous, doesn't it? However, at the moment, I'm just financially obligated towards other things. And they kind of laughed. And I remember Deborah, the girl in the couple, said uh, to not limit myself. She's like, uh, don't even think about it. What if, what if I told you that I could give you some stones 
to help you start this process. Then they inv- then she extends an invitation towards me to go over to her place to check out some of the stones that she's collected over the years. And so I politely agreed and we exchanged contact information and later that day I went over to their house to go check out all the stones that she was talking about. Mind you, I have always wanted to make my own jewelry. I've always loved jewelry. I love accessorizing. I love material things. I'm a Taurus with the Libra moon. Come on, baby, get with the program. Venus in the first house. Vedic Taurus Venus. Come on. Vedic rising Taurus. Come on. Come on. I'm here for the jewelry. I love the jewels. Let's get it going. So I go over to their place, walk into their garage, and just rows and rows of minerals, stones, gems that I have never seen before, never been around, never touched, never felt. Now, when I got there, she let me go through most of her inventory, and then she told me to pick out a few things. And as I was getting ready to go, she said, don't even worry about paying me today. I want you to go home, start making jewelry, see what you like, see what you don't like, see what you can use, what you can't use. And once you start making money, just save it for yourself. I just want you to be good. I want you to do good. I want you to do well. I believe in you. I see your potential. I see great things in your future. You may not believe it yet, but when I look at you, I feel like I know you're capable of these great things and I believe in you. So I want you to have these and I want you to use them to build your finances. Now, if she's not an angel, I don't know who is. That was one of many moments where I just had to give all glory to God. All glory to God. You are always in the right place, at the right time, and it's how you approach every situation that truly dictates the outcome. You could be presented with a a million issues, but it's all about your perspective. Right? I have been consistently working on myself, my vibration, my frequency for the last, geez, five years. Like really consciously aware of of my actions, of my daily habitual routine of my close friends, the work that I invest my time and energy in, I've been very consciously aware. And prior to making jewelry, I had gone out and tried the whole dancing thing. Through the grace of God, I, I was able to dance for the Warriors, the, uh, the Raiders, the Niners. I had my own mini performance in Orange County and in Sacramento. And so, at this point in my life, I realized that 
I could continue down this dance career path and and give my all my energy towards a team or towards privately producing my own choreography. Or I can go with this flow. I can dive into this crystal space and I can see what God has in store for me. I'm a huge believer in professional occupations coming in waves. The ways that I've made money so far in my adult life have always kind of just found me. And I'm extremely grateful, but along with these beautiful moments, I've had to reevaluate my perspective of myself. And I've had to really think about not only how I carry myself, but how I want others to experience me. And I used to be quite worried about my perception of others. I used to want to maintain a, a clean perception to elaborate. I find that when, when I think back to younger years of my life, I very vividly remember not speaking up or not sharing my opinion just because I put this notion over myself that maybe my opinion was not up to par as those around me or maybe just my limited experience on life made my opinion not as valuable as those around me. And I think it stemmed from a place of comparison. My upbringing was one that constantly compared me to those around me. My mother, an Aquarius, I often found my conversations with her to be some that entailed her reminding me of my differences between those in my same age group. Um, yeah, always kind of fit into the loner vibes. You know, had maybe like a handful of friends. Most of my time was spent like one-on-one -on -one with other people. I've always been a one-on-one -on -one type of individual. Although I love group settings and to be social, I find most of my time is either spent alone or with one or two other people who I can have quite intimate dialogue with. I just prefer my life that way. I like to be deep. I like to get deep. I don't like to sugarcoat. I tend to have a dark sense of humor just because I'd rather laugh at the negativity in my life than to be sad about it. I find that being sad isn't productive for me. Instead of being sad or angry, I find that I can channel those emotions creatively, creatively through work that'll bring me money. <laughs> Yeah, all of this to say, along with Deborah gifting me, Deborah and Mark gifting me these materials to start my own business, just having the materials was not enough. 
when I look at myself in the mirror, I have to remind myself, I am a boss. I am an entrepreneur. I am abundant. And because God has chosen me to be abundant, I have the power to assist others. And I assist others happily with a smile on my face. It's a blessing to be able to share light with others. I have to remind myself that I have responsibilities. I can't just retreat from society. At this point, there are people who are counting on me to get certain things done. I have to take accountability for the work that I want to do. And I do so proudly. I thank God for the opportunity to show others what I'm made of. I thank God for the opportunity to share my light. I have to remind myself that I am an individual of love. At the very foundation of my work, of my essence, of my being, of who I want to be, it's love. You gotta do everything with love. Everything with love. Intentionality is everything. I have to remind myself that these career endeavors are ones that have stemmed from my deep connection with love. Loving myself, loving the universe, loving those around me, loving the plants and the animals and the birds and the trees and the flowers and the water. All of it, it's love and love always comes back to me and I go back to it and the foundation, it's love. I have to remind myself. I am someone of love. Being that I am someone of love, there's no space for me to hold grudges, to hold resentment. And I find that the more I remind myself of these qualities, the more I have to do the work of revisiting past timelines where resentment and guilt and betrayal have been built up. And I have to revisit those timelines to restructure my perspective and to understand that although they may have done something that's unpleasing to my mind, body, or soul, it was still a blessing. God only works through blessings. Everything is a blessing. Every loss, every misplaced fortune, every betrayal, every moment that may have been perceived as a negative was actually a blessing. I have to acknowledge this. I have to operate off of this. I have to know this. One of my favorites, his name is slipping from me. Why is it Sigmund Freud? Is it Sigmund Freud? No. Who is it? Um... Wow, I'm actually... In face-to-face, -face, an interview with Carl Jung, they ask him if he... Well, first they ask what his upbringing was in relation to religion. And he says his parents often brought him to church. Religion was something that was well spoken about throughout the house. It was not a uh, taboo. Then they ask him if he believes still in God. 
and he and he pauses he takes a moment and he says do i believe in god do, do i believe in god well i don't need to believe i know god i know god Carl Jung is an inspiration to me. And that interview really solidified something that I've always felt, always have known, but could never, I suppose, put into words. And that is that the divine, the connection to the divine, it has to be a knowing. It's the greatest knowing. When these gifts and these blessings are bestowed upon us, that's how I feel God communicates with me. The people we meet in this life are all blessings. I'm a huge believer in being connected to everything, to everyone. The void is, is uh, inevitable. We will all return to it. We all stem from it. And being that that is our origin, there has to be a connection between all of us, between everything, literally everything. The more blessings that come into my life, the more I have to remind myself that I am actually deserving of all of these things. I deserve to have an easy life. I deserve to not stress financially. I deserve to not have worry take over my mental. I deserve to be happy, to thrive creatively, to be gifted. everything that I need. I'm a huge believer in free things. I'm a huge believer in I'm deserving of free things. I'm a huge believer in being open to receiving assistance. I don't think I should have to work hard for everything in my life. There are people who literally think they have to work hard to have the type of life that they want. And I'm not saying that great success comes easy. But I'm saying that the, the journey to that great success shouldn't be one that's always hard. If it's not easy, if it's not simple for me to do, if it doesn't make me feel like I'm lucky, I'm not doing it. It's just not the right time. I'm also a huge believer in not rushing anything creatively, romantically. <laughs> I laugh when I say romantically because uh, as a rising in Venus and Gemini, I find that I attach quickly and which always leads to me ruining my romantic connection, but whatever, I'll save my love life for a different day. <laughs> this is about tapping into abundance. You gotta believe that you are deserving and worthy of everything in this life. You shouldn't have to try so hard 
Your relationship shouldn't be difficult. You shouldn't have to fight your way to get to what you want. Yeah, when I think of myself now and I, and I look in the mirror, I gotta remind myself that I deserve all the goodness that is in my life. And I thank God for all of it, all the people, all the opportunities, all the connections, all the gifts, all the blessings, all the conversations. It's all a big, beautiful blessing. Oof. I'm telling you, you can do anything, literally anything that you set your mind to. You are a beacon of hope. You are light. Above any anything else, you are light. You are a light being. You are light and water. That is truly... That is your foundation. I encourage you to share your light. I encourage you to spread more love. Give more compliments freely. Not because we're expecting anything in return, but because this life is so temporary. Tomorrow is not promised. Next week is not promised. Every second of every day is such a magnificent blessing. Share your light. Speak up more. And if you find yourself in a space or in a situation where you feel like your light is not being honored, have the strength and the courage to get up and leave. Not everyone is deserving of your energy. Not everyone deserves your response. Not everyone deserves your eye contact. Not everyone deserves your, your heart. They don't. I encourage you to walk away from people and or situations who make you feel unheard, undervalued, unappreciated. It is not your job to make these people appreciate you. It's not your job to make these people see you. It's not your job to make these people love you. You are not difficult to love. You just have been putting up with bullshit for so long that it's got you twisted. I'm telling you, this life can be easy. It should be easy. In my mind, it should be easy. Why do I have to struggle? And I understand God will put obstacles in our life that will trigger us or impose on our plans. But again, once you view everything as a blessing, everything just gets much easier much much easier whatever you're working on whatever dreams you have whatever passions you have I want you to just take a moment and really believe in it see yourself close your eyes take a deep breath in <sighs> exhale let it all out get every ounce of breath out of you and in your mind's eye, really think about what your dreams look like. Maybe you're on a stage and the spotlight is on you and you're singing, ooh, your favorite song. Or maybe you're, you're 
cutting the ribbon for a new facility that you're opening for whatever it is that you want a facility for. When I close my eyes, I see, you wanna know what I see? This is, this is one of my huge dreams that I keep going back to. And, and I know in some reality, in some universe, it already exists, which is why I can see it so clearly. It just feels real in my head. And, and I know through the grace of God, I'll get to it one day, but I, I close my eyes and I see this gated, it's like a community, but it's like a shopping center. And the gates on, in the front, that are the entrance they they have two huge c's on them you know my initial cc yeah i see two huge c's on this gated fence and as you walk into the property there's you're greeted by a huge fountain in the middle because of course rough and vibes you know we gotta have our water our fountain our meeting spot to the left of the fountain we see a workout dance studio and we walk into the studio and we're surrounded by mirrors and there's a great stereo system and there's lights that change with the mood that change with the music maybe one day i want it red another day i want it purple or blue depending on the dance it's a whole vibe in there you go in the floors are soft enough to walk in barefoot they're easy on your heels and the balls of your toes so that you can do multiple pirouettes and spins and jumps and jetés and land softly without hurting the body. Mm, and when I close my eyes and I see it, I see it in action. And I see multiple teachers in there teaching their own choreography. And I see students, children, adults, elderly, moving their bodies and releasing all the tension that they hold within. I see people having fun. I see it as a spot of rejuvenation, a spot of cleansing, a spot of healing. Dance is so healing. Mm. Yeah. To the right of the dance studio, right behind the fountain, I see a huge store. Crystals everywhere. Cathedrals in the window, citrine, amethyst. Whew. It's overwhelming. <laughs> Clear courts, I see beds of selenite, logs of selenite everywhere in every corner of the space and every corner of the property, just selenite and black tourmaline protecting us, encasing us in frequency that is loving and healing and cleansing and protecting. I see r rows and rows of dark stones, magnetite, hematite, Shungite, Colombian, Russian. Because you know, Colombian and Russian Shungite are some of the highest. Um, they they contain the highest percentages percentages of carbon amongst the Shungite family. So there's like B grade Shungite, A grade Shungite, the best quality shungite that i've ever had my hands on and have seen in person in my life are russian and colombian those have over 90 percent of carbon within them you can place them in water and you will instantly watch the stone start to bubble up because it's cleaning the water it's cleansing the water 
I see rows and rows of these dark stones, smoky quartz, I see towers of them. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. To the right of the store with all the stones, I have a small studio where I'm making rings, silver, 24 karat gold, all real metal, nothing that's gonna turn the skin green because that's not what I wear or would want to wear. And in that studio, I also have a teaching room where I give seminars that allow me to teach other young aspiring jewelry designers how to create their own molds, how to use solder, how to cut the silver, how to bend the gold, how to hammer the ring, how to trim the edges, how to get the precise fit on the right stone, the materials to use, everything. It, it's my teaching space. To the right of the store, I see another gathering space, but this time it has a much cooler vibe. A lot of plants, a lot of greenery, tons of crystals, of course, everywhere. You know, the cathedrals, all the big ones, but not for purchase. They're there for healing. They're there for specified use. I see a ton of couches, pillows, blankets, tapestries. It's half, it looks like half a salon parlor and the other half looks like a therapeutic reading room. And in this room, I have employees who are doing hair, who are giving facial massages, who are doing nails who are giving eyebrow waxes, all the things, all the beauty things. And then on the other side of the salon, it's also like a, a reader's paradise. You know, I see myself employing multiple readers, having them have their own station, their own section, their own mini living room, if you will. And I see, and I see the public being drawn in and I see every individual go to their respected person that they're called to and I see this being a space of deep spiritual connection. This is a space where you can talk to a trusted individual and, and where you can emote and where you can be vulnerable and where nothing will be held against you, nothing will be judged against you. This is not a space of judgment. I, I see all walks of life coming through here. I see this being a space of pure education, of pure love, of pure light. I see a gong in the middle of the room. I see this being also like a yoga studio. I see multiple teachers in here, not just myself, but, but many, many souls of all different types of walks of life. I see animals around. I see birds. It, there, there's a high ceiling. I see maybe even a second story. You could walk up the stairs and go into your own private room if you'd like a space that's not so public. Um, I see red light therapy saunas, us sweating out all that negativity. I see this whole property of just every modality of healing that I personally love. And I see it being opened by my from me and I and I see my my energy being attached to all of it uh, 
this is a dream, of course, but I'm telling you, it feels so real in my head. And there have been so many moments where I just go here. And this is where, this is where I create. This is where I gather inspiration. This is where I have conversations with people who I wish were in my physical reality in front of me, but who are not. I'm a huge believer in having conversations telepathically or visually using the third eye, using that imagination, that imaginative power that we have to close our eyes and see things and travel places. I, I use that often to communicate with my people, with the people who I can't physically be with, but who I know are still alive. The soul never dies. Our physical bodies are so temporary. They will once... Hey, one day I won't be here. This beautiful body of mine is not going to be here, but my soul, my spirit, oh, she is eternal. He is eternal. It is eternal. Whatever pronoun it wants to identify with. I often laughed, and I think it's so sweet when people ask me what pronouns that I uh, wish to be addressed as. And I always have the same response. I don't give a fuck. When you look at me, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're feeling, call, you know, music. I'm not going to be offended. There are very few things that, that actually offend me or, or get me out of my soft, special, safe space. That and also I just, I'm at a point where I don't care about what anyone has to say, think, say or think about me unless it's something beautiful. I believe I'm a beautiful person. I believe I'm full of love. I'm full of light. I'm full of goodness and unless you're meeting me in that space with the same amount of love light and goodness i just don't see you i don't hear you i don't respond to you you don't get me whatever your dreams are i just want you to know that you are completely capable of achieving them whatever obstacles you may think you have i'm telling you Don't ruminate over those things. Don't think about them too much. Through the grace of God, they will be taken care for. Anytime I have an obstacle or an issue or something comes up and I don't know what the outcome will be, I just pray over it. I just pray to God that he guides me towards what is best for not only me, but for the collective. You know, I'm not out here by myself. I'm with all of you. There's, there's millions of people on this planet and Although I may have certain dreams, if it's not what's best for all of us, I don't see it coming true. I just pray that God continues to guide me towards what's best for myself and what's best for the collective. And I pray that the divine continues to use me as a conduit of information, of healing, of light, of love, of understanding, of patience, of gratitude, of beauty. I appreciate all of the love that has been given to me, has been shown towards me. I appreciate all of the forgiveness that my peers have shown me, that my family has shown me, that my loved ones have shown me. I am not a perfect individual. 
I used to beat myself up so much because there are so many things that I've done in this life that I wish I could have done differently. I just didn't know better. I thought I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was doing what was best and and it didn't always turn out to be that way. Uh, but I find that instead of beating myself up over those those moments, the best thing that I can do is just be a better person, be a better me, be a more compassionate, more understanding individual. And I just am extremely grateful to have this time to share my mind with you all. It's truly an honor to be allowed into your hearts, into your minds. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you for joining me in this little pep talk. I hope I hope you saw it as a pep talk. I'm trying. Uh, I hope to do more of these 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 uh, reprogrammings because that's really what it is. A few years ago, I could have never imagined myself truly being invested in all that I'm invested in now. And it's so beautiful. I, I gotta give myself props. Life is amazing. God is amazing. Everything is temporary. So just enjoy where you are now. There's always something to smile about, always something to be grateful for. None of this is real. All of this is temporary, literally all of it. So just enjoy the ride. I love you all so much, like literally so much. It's your boy. I, I wish peace, beauty, abundance, protection and guidance over you. May you continue to blossom into the best version of yourself possible. And I pray that whatever negativity clouds your mind, I pray that it is removed. I pray that you find relief. Amen. I love you all. It's your boy.